Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast and life goes on. So today we will be talking about trauma responses. So the aim of this episode is to only help you identify how certain behaviors and patterns and responses that you have in the present moment only stem from past trauma and how you can deal with them in a better way. <laughs> So trauma does not have to be a dramatic situation so don't worry I do not mean to scratch old wounds however if at any point in this episode if you feel triggered feel free to please close this episode so let's get started So first of all I just want to say of that I love you all to all the listeners who are returning listeners or all the people who are new listeners to this to this podcast. So, uh I know I haven't recorded any new episodes since January 20th. But that's because I was changing countries. I took really huge decisions in my life like I left my university in Germany and I moved back to India. Uh which is my home country and I moved back to my parents' house and I started just discovering and experimenting with different things. I started reading tarot on a different level. I started using so many things to help people and expand my business of life coaching. So yes, I it's been a very long time, I know, but that's because I was really figuring things out. Also, um I realized something meanwhile. I realized how so many things that I was doing which just responses to past trauma. So the first aim and the first thing that I want to clarify is that nobody in this world can be completely healed. In fact, this expectation of just miraculously being completely healed one day is also a trauma response because you expect trauma. And a dramatic healing is also a response to old wounds. So I realized how I was responding to my current situations and how difficult it became for me to just adjust to a safe environment after a very long time. So like you know that everything I do or I speak about, I write about is all through my own personal experience. So yes, these points and these areas that i've identified are all because of my personal experiences and the tips and tricks are also some th- are also things that i have personally used and i still use i remember somebody told me that anytime things are very happy don't share it with anybody and don't celebrate it too much because things are about to go downhill from there and any time i would get some appreciation or something like that i would just expect things to go wrong from there in other words people also call it this is just too good to be true or somebody is just too good to be true because good is not the new normal this happens because you lose a sense of safety and by safety i mean trust So when you're not feeling safe in an environment that you grew up or in the environment that you're currently in you expect things to go wrong because things have been wrong for a very long time. 
So now, even when you're out of traumatic situations or a bad relationship, people often say that they keep attracting the same people again and again, and every relationship is just failing. It is because this core belief that certain good people are just too good to be true. And then bad things are the normal ones. You know, people who are not as good are normal. <laughs> this belief system stems from a very important trauma response. It is extremely important to share your traumas, yes, but it is not very wise to keep discussing it again and again because when we keep rediscussing and if we have people around us that keep discussing our past again and again and they keep bringing certain memories that are not very healthy for us then your mind really thinks that it's happening to you all over again so sometimes having space and discerning whom to discuss your problems with and also when to discuss it is very important I often also used to schedule my time for uh, for having an, a healthy outlet of emotions. For example, I would tell myself that only from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. is the time that I'm going to cry. So this is the time that I can whatever relive all these past memories as much as I want to and not more than that. So scheduling your, your so-called bad emotions <laughs> is another technique that you can try. Now why I say this is the most important is because this is the first thing and the only thing that you lose. And everything else that happens after trauma is just a result of losing the sense of safety. So when you're not safe in an environment, you've not been safe for I don't know how many years of life, you do not expect safety and you do not put your trust into anyone. And the worst part is that you don't, do not trust yourself and you do not feel safe with yourself. So because certain situations in the past must have panned out in a way that you did not really expect them to go because they were so dramatic and so much full of trauma that you expect that you might only make wrong decisions from here on. But what you don't realize is that those situations have definitely made you a more discerning person. They've made you a person who's now able to identify what you do not want in life, what you are not looking for. However, this fear of getting into the situations that you don't want to get into can often make you ignore the situations that are really healthy and good for you. So for example, now it is probably okay for you to say yes to somebody or someone new and feel safe in your own decisions of identifying people who are who you, you are involved with romantically and whether they're right for you or not. But you would still not be able to discern your own discernments. I hope that made sense. <laughs> You know, you wouldn't really trust your own decisions. And even if you do, you would need a lot of external validations and you would have a lot of anxiety. So again, anxiety comes when your your thoughts 
and your thinking is not in the present moment when it is somewhere else when you keep thinking about the future when you keep thinking about things that are bound to go wrong because they have been a certain way but understand that everything everything that has happened has always been happening for your highest good and this approach really makes you helps you stay positive now i also lost the sense of safety and i know that i had certain other responses that we'll discuss later but then i remember going uh, for a shower and every day i would tell myself and i still do like a hundred times that i'm safe now i'm safe now i'm safe now i'm safe now the other thing that i do to deal with this thing is that i look into the mirror and i tell myself that tanvi <laughs> i trust you you're a much better person now you're so much wiser you're so much experienced now and i trust your decisions from here on so having faith again everything begins from you with you with the behavior that you'll have with the relationship that you have with yourself So if you trust your own self if you trust yourself then you will trust your environment when you trust everything that is around you then you will have faith and you will feel safe now the problem with losing the sense of safety is that you begin to invalidate your own experiences often and you do not feel safe discussing your own experiences to the core to which they affect you you do not feel safe to express your own needs and how you need to be treated and how you might need some space still and how you would still want to be healed a little more and how you would or rather what is your love language for example my love language is touch and words of affirmation and of course <laughs> deeds but then touch and words of affirmations they really comfort me a lot but then for other people words of affirmations might not be their primary love language so now expression and communication of how you need to be treated now even with your loved ones is often missing you don't feel like the need to tell them how they need to behave a certain way with you because you've just come out of a traumatic situation and you're somehow dealing and still adjusting to this new environment now the second important thing is that because you're not safe so you expect drama everywhere around you <laughs> so and also because you've lost your sense of worth so i'm laughing because this is really funny and you'll get to know okay <laughs> sorry so because you expect drama in every situation and you've lost your sense of worth within you you feel that your worth lies somewhere else you feel like you have to prove yourself you have to keep proving yourself to other people to the society to this person and that person and you think that in order to prove yourself to be worthy to be loved you need to achieve something in the material world that can be a job that can be this and that whatever or even with your healing you feel like you have to work really hard at it get it like because you've lost a sense of safety because you you expect drama 
you can often not sit still. You can often not rest. Taking breaks might make you feel guilty. You might set targets that are way beyond the reality and are just that 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 can make you even more anxious because for example you expect yourself to be healed in a month or in two weeks after being traumatized by your family by the relationships or whatever situations that you've been in in the past for so many years you expect yourself to be healed just with one sitting of meditation or something like that at the same time you feel guilty for not doing anything because sitting still resting is also important but you because we've not really been taught about it and we also grow up with belief systems that you have to keep working hard keep working hard towards your goals and that's what makes you worthy of success which is completely false i mean hard work is definitely important i am a very hard working person but i realized that i was working very hard just because i thought that is what you need to do all the time and any time you would just sit still learn to relax learn to not do anything that would make you feel guilty and you would feel that your success is going to run away that your success and the things that are meant for you and better things will not find you because you're not working now so you understand this this need to keep working all the time this need this inability to sit still also comes from the fact that you expect drama and so you create drama everywhere you you create this chaos 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 in your head and because you're creating the this chaotic situation in your head all the time that's what you do in the outer world you think that you have to keep running you have to keep running keep running keep running so again expecting drama if somebody is nice to you you would be like okay but what's the catch <laughs> you know you don't really think that good people exist around you because you'd be like okay no but then nobody is good nobody is good i'm sorry nobody is good okay what's the catch what's the catch where's the catch where is it so this expectation of drama makes you think that you need to keep working hard because that also creates a dramatic situation so you know, you'll not be able to sit still you would not like meditating <laughs> you would not like taking breaks you would only like distractions like maybe watching movies or something like that binge watching and i'm, I'm not saying that that's completely wrong but then again you get it like anything that makes you escape and then it makes you feel guilty for even doing that now even if you find an escape in food or watching movies you would still feel guilty after doing that like why did i waste my time oh my god i could have done this and that and that and this because you think that life is a race and because you've always had to run away you've either had to run away from people from situations towards goals towards things just to make you feel worthy you think that you have to keep doing that but the way out of a traumatic situation is to heal yourself when the situation is gone you should tell yourself that it is okay to be still if you're anxious accept that you're anxious talk to yourself see where your attention is meditate meditate more and more meditation is so important 
And most importantly, I'm not saying that you need to stop chasing your goals. You have to stop working hard. I'm not saying that. You can still do that, but happily. You get it? Because there's something that you want to do. You want to be successful because, not because you're not happy right now and being successful will make you happy dramatically. That's also a false belief. But just because you'd like that for yourself. So for this, I often tell myself, if I find me in this loop of, again, running and chasing my goals a lot, I tell myself that it is okay today to, to take one day at a time. I really tell myself, let's take one day at a time. Breathe in, breathe in, then we breathe in, breathe out. Let's just take one minute at a time. So go small. <laughs> Don't set unrealistic, dramatic goals. <laughs> no, this is not a Bollywood movie. It's your life, okay? <laughs> the drama is over. The trauma is gone. I think the next thing that I realized was me being super defensive. And defensiveness is, again, like everything, there's nothing that's, that's not relative. So defensiveness for me was like, I thought that I had to behave a certain way now. I thought that now that I have healed, because that's, that's what I assumed, that complete healing is miraculous and that I'm healed completely. I have nothing to do anymore. And then now I can just go about doing whatever I want and everything is going to be okay and I won't face any problems. So um, the problem is that I... So here I had my guards up in a way that I thought I had to behave a certain way. I thought I did not have the right to even respond to certain situations. You get it? Like, I was so defensive with my own emotions that I thought that I had to always stay in peace and calm composure. Like, that doesn't mean that I'm not always peaceful. <laughs> I'm just fighting here and there. I don't do that. But even otherwise, like, I even sometimes when you're not having a good day, I wasn't really allowing myself to not have a good day. I remember going out on dates and I tried a couple of online dating apps also. I, I did this last year as well, just to just for the sake of the experience. And yeah, the experience wasn't that good. So I, but the point is that I really did go out on a couple of dates and one person like really triggered me really really triggered me this person said that oh really are you really happy or just pretending to be happy you know because I wouldn't want you to be sad and I was like and this thing really triggered me to the core I remember like I of course I did not say anything to that person because the reason that I did not say anything was again because I did not think that my opinions have value and so I was just I was just shaken okay and and it's very easy to make out if I if I, I don't like certain things around me because I I am very bad at hiding emotions and my feelings. So I, I remember coming back home and I was very disturbed because of this one incident and certain thing that so someone said. So but then that really helped me understand like why am I being triggered? You know, like 
like I've said in my previous episodes also, anything that triggers around you, if it's triggering you, it is really inside of you. So I realized like I was not allowing myself to feel so many emotions. I was not really being vulnerable. I, what I thought vulnerability was, I did not really know what vulnerability was. And it's not really, it wasn't my fault again. I never really went to into victimization mode or blaming myself either. But I, because I understood that this is a new territory and I do not understand what a healthy response to certain situation means or is because it's it's all new territory for me. I've never really had people talking to me in a healthy way. I've never really responded to things in a healthy manner that are, that is good for my mental health. And so I really began analyzing. I started journaling even more. And again, like I think talking to yourself is the most important thing. And that's what I tell all my clients and everybody. I, I, I remember like spending hours and hours in front of the mirror just to understand that it is okay for me to feel whatever I want to. If I want to cry, I, I want to cry. If I want to feel angry, I want to feel angry at the moment. It's just a release. I have to feel and let it go. The problem is that most of the times we label our emotions. We think that feeling sad is bad and happy is good. And so when you are, um, when you've healed, you're always happy. So that's where the problem comes because there's a misconception. Acceptance of all of your emotions, just the way that they are, is super important. And uh, what I started doing was like, I said, okay, fine, I wanna cry, I, wa I will cry, I wanna feel angry, I will just find a healthy outlet. Okay, please don't go out yelling at people. <laughs> that's, that's definitely not what I did. <laughs> And I, I would like, you know, journal a lot. And if I was angry, I'd, and I, I, I'd start hitting a pillow like, okay, yes, yes, it's just a release. I just have to throw this emotion out. Because I did not feel these emotions. I did not allow myself to feel these emotions. And again, because of the situations that I was in, I was told that my situation, my emotions were too much and they never are too much so anybody anything that anyone else is telling you is if that triggers you again that is something that needs to be addressed so i started addressing and i really realized that i have to be as patient as i can with me oh that's so beautiful the birds so i was really patient i I had my guards up, I was super defensive. And yes, so that's another thing that I identified. Um, I was doing just because I had been through certain traumatic situations in my life. And I just thought that, you know, you know, like a scared puppy just out of a shelter. That's, that's somehow how, that, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like I was suddenly adopted and I just came out of, huge abuse and I was inside a shelter for a very long time. I was alone in the shelter after being rescued and I felt like, okay, now a family has adopted me. <laughs> and now I was, I was really like a scared puppy, always on guard. No, oh, no, go away, go away. I was like a rescue puppy. And that's, that's really how I saw myself most of the time. Like, what am I doing? Why am I acting this way? But again, I was super patient. I remember oh, 
ഫമേഷൻ and even physical touch so i would you know i often comfort myself i often do that words of affirmations are super important to me as well so yes this was the next sign that i felt we often think that things are either black or white but Almost everything that we see around us, our emotions, the situations that we go through, they're always in that gray zone. You know, it's all relative. It's never superlative. And this the the way that we realize that nothing is actually superlative and everything is relative, we really take a lot of burden off of our shoulders and we stop labeling our own emotions and our experiences. So I hope that this episode was helpful and I was able to share some t- tips and tricks. <laughs> oh my god, why do I stumble so much? Anyway. So, yeah, so I hope that this was helpful and hopefully I will be able to record one episode every week, but let's see what happens. No plans as of now. So, see you next time and you can always contact me on Instagram because that's where I am most active. You can also find more details about what I do and the services in case you're looking for counseling or anything else on my website. Uh and 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 life goes on. Bye bye. See you next time.